Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. So uh, we are jumping in, even though it's spring break and all of that other stuff, we're jumping into the third purpose for our church. Okay, we've looked over the last uh, six, seven weeks at the purpose statements that our church have. We have four purpose statements. I've covered two. Know God was the first one, okay? And find freedom was the second one. Those are the purpose statements what we do, why we do what we do, why we gather, why we invest, why we give, why we tithe, what we want to happen, all right? And so that's what purpose statements are. So we want people to know God. We want people to find freedom, okay? And then we want people to discover purpose. And not just purpose, but their purpose purpose. Okay. Very, very important. All right. So here are the questions that come with discover purpose. You'll hear them rephrased like this. What is God's purpose for my life? What is God's will for my life? What does God want me to do? How has God shaped me? If there's one question over those four purpose statements that I get more than anything, I get What is God's will for my life? Help me understand, help me how to find God's will for my life. I get that from church people and non-church people. So God's got a plan for your life. And so what I want to do today is I want to help you know how to get started. If you're there, if you're still searching, if you've got children that are searching, if you've got grandchildren that are searching, or if you know somebody that's just kind of like a feather in the West Texas wind, maybe it's like that, right? but it takes them everywhere, amen? And so they can't seem to find their spot. You know what I mean? They just, it's just, it's just a grind for them. I'm telling you, before you and I We're woven together. God had a plan. And he's still got your name on it. Just got to find it. All right? So I want to start. This is going to be pretty pretty ABC for you because I think people try to answer this question a little too theological and we're over their heads. I want to peel it back, and I want to look at it real simplistic, Okay? This way, you can help people discover their purpose or point them in the right direction. So I want to go first to where it all begins, and that's Psalm 139. Psalm 139, if you have a word, go there. Look at verse 13. We know this scripture. We've heard it before, but it all begins here. Number one thing you've got to do if you want to find purpose is you've got to know that God created you, okay? Verse 13 of Psalm 139, for you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made 
Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. And all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. My friends, if you start wrong, chances are you will end wrong. Good roads don't just become, I mean, bad roads just don't become good roads. Most of the time, you got to retrace to find the good road. Listen to me. God is the creator of life. You didn't come from a bomb in space. You're not a monkey that evolved and still swing by your tail in trees. I've seen y'all. Y'all don't have tails, okay? All right? You don't do that. God knit you together. He created you. He formed you. And listen to me. You didn't breathe your first breath until he breathed it in you. Do you understand that? Yeah, you took over from there as a baby, but he breathed that first one in you. He brought life from nothing. He knit you together. Listen to me. It says that he knows the hairs on your head or the lack thereof. He knew your name before you got it. He knows if you're left-handed or right-handed. He knows if you're dyslexic or not. He knows everything about you before the world ever gets a peek at you. See, we're all amazed at birth. And God's like, I've known them for nine months. I've known them. Listen to me. If you want to know God's purpose for your life, first of all, you have got to come to a strong, unwavering, absolute in your life that says, God created me. Because if you start wrong, the chances are you'll end up wrong. You've got to understand that God made you. There is no junk in here. There's all purpose in here. You understand? Don't say God had a bad day. God didn't have a bad day. God doesn't have bad days. He's not held by time or circumstances or weather conditions. He doesn't have bad days. He doesn't have traffic. He doesn't have anything. God did not make a mistake with you. He makes no mistakes. I meet people all the time and say, man, I don't know what God just struggled that day. No, he did not struggle that day. God doesn't struggle. So God made you. Number two, to trump that, God, God made you. But here's the cool thing about God. God didn't just make you and go, see ya. Have fun. Hope it works out. He became flesh. He became Jesus and died for you. So why? So you could be saved? So eternal life? Yes. But most importantly, he did it so you and God could be friends. That's just stinking cool. God did that because he wanted a relationship with you. Secondly, you've got to understand, if you're going to understand the discover purpose, you've got to understand that God God created you, number two, that God wants a personal relationship with you. John 3, 16, we know it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Look at John 3, 5, and 5 through 7. This is the great discussion between Nicodemus and Jesus. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one 
can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised by my saying, you must be born again. It's not enough for you to understand that God created you. He created you. He made you. He knit you together. But even more than that, he died for you. He took your place. He didn't owe the debt, but he took the debt. He paid a price that he did not have to pay so he could have a relationship with you and me. That's just stinking cool. If you've never thought that you were special, you're special. Because people don't do that for people that aren't special. Jesus died for you and me. Romans 10, 9 and 10. If we confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Romans 10, 13. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, will be saved. You may be sitting here today and you say, I know God made me, I'm good with all that, but I don't know if there's ever been a time in my life that I remember that I prayed and asked Jesus to come in and save me. Folks, if you really want to find God's will for your life, let me help you what God's will in your life is. Number one, he made you. Number two, he died for you. If you miss those two, the third one, irrelevant. You'll never find God's big plan. People always want to say, what's God's will for my life? Is he want me to live in New York? Does he want me to go here? Does he want me to marry them? Does he want me to do this job? I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You need to back up the wagon. You need to understand something. Do you believe God created you? Yes. Do you believe he sent his son to die for you? Well, I grew up in church. I'm not asking you where you eat. I'm asking you, has there been a time in your life when you accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, and you're born again? If you're not, finding God's will will be a struggle. Why? Because you have no mechanism within you to hear God. God speaks through his Holy Spirit. When you get saved, God comes to live inside of you, okay? Then he can speak to you, okay? Listen to me. If you're here today and you say, I've never, ever, ever made Christ my Savior and my Lord, don't leave here today. You say, well, I, 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 I wasn't really supposed to be here today. It's spring break weekend, and I just happened to walk in here. Well, you just happened to walk in here? No. You happen to be set up by God for such a time as this, and you better cash in. If there's never been a time in your life that you've accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, that is, that is how to discover purpose. Your purpose is to know that God made you. Your second purpose is to know that Jesus died for you. Okay. We know the scripture, first Corinthians, I mean, uh, yeah, first Corinthians five seventeen. we say it a bunch and we've used it in the fine freedom series. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Listen to me, friends. That is the most important in you will ever find. He said, well, two-letter words, powerful? Oh, man, big-time powerful. You're either in him or you're out him, okay? Someone says, kind of like having a belly button. It's either an in or an outie. I'm like, that doesn't fit there, okay? But the deal is that you better be in Christ. You can't be out of Christ. If you, you can say, well, I've been in church. 
That, that's not what that scripture says. It is not that if you were in, in, in church, you're a new creation, you're always gone. No. That's not what that says. In Christ. The only way to be in Christ is to be born again. So today, are you born again? Third is this, real fast, real quick, real simple. Third is this, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Listen to me. There's not a more important thing that's going on. You find out God made you. You find out that God died for you. And there better be a time in your life that you understand the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit of God. You can call it being in step with the Holy Spirit of God. You can call it being baptized with the Holy Spirit. You can call it being immersed in the Holy Spirit. You can call it being filled in the Holy Spirit. I don't care what you call it. Whatever you feel like you can call it, okay? But listen to me. I know that when you get saved, Jesus comes to live inside of you. We went over this in that last fall in that series. I know that the Holy Spirit comes into you. But when, is the, when, it was, when have you grabbed hold of the Holy Spirit? I'm not asking when, when the Holy Spirit got you. I know when the Holy Spirit got you. It got me at salvation. But listen to me. It was not at salvation that I grabbed the Holy Spirit. It was later. Listen to me. Most important thing you can teach your grandson, your son, your daughter, anybody is the Holy Spirit. Man, we're, we're, we're having people graduate from church at an incredible rate. See, church ain't going to get it done. Church is a beautiful thing. You say, well, pastor shouldn't dog church. I'm not dogging church. But if you think walking in here every Sunday and just magically sitting in the right chair and doing what mom and dad wants you to do, sit up tall and look right and don't embarrass the family, that's all good and everything. But listen to me, when you graduate, you can graduate from church. But if you understand the Holy Spirit, you'll never graduate from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit speak every time, even when you're not at church. There's a, there's a bunch of people that can't hear God unless the worship's right. There's a lot of people that can't hear God unless they're in church. I'm sorry, that, 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 that's, I can't find that anywhere, anywhere. Look at some scripture. Ephesians 5, 17 and 18. Ephesians 5, 17 and 18. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Hello, what are we trying to figure out here? Discover purpose. What are we asking in those questions? What is God's will? Oh, okay. So don't be a fool. You want to know what God's will is? Good. Didn't tell you. Well, it's not to be drunk. All right. Don't get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, here's my will, be filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> well, that's pretty simple. What's God's will for my life? Well, number one, you need to know that he made you. Number two, you need to know he died for you. And number three, you need to understand that God's will is for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's just simple right there. I mean, I don't even, I did go to seminary, but I didn't need to go to seminary to figure that out. Listen to me. Most important thing that you can teach your son and daughter, grandchild, yourself, whomever, is what the Holy Spirit is, what he does, and how he works and how he operates. Because they may graduate from church, they may leave home, but they'll never leave the Holy Spirit of God. Never. Look at John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. That's a good thing. I like people that tell me the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. 
But if I depart, I will send him. I will send him. Now we know who that's referring to. That's the Holy Spirit. Look at John 16, 13. Best scripture in the world, man. Not the best scripture, but one of the best scriptures in the world. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Maybe, maybe he will help you find purpose. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Man, that's gorgeous. If you want to take a scripture and you want to help somebody find purpose, boom, right there. The Holy Spirit must leave. When, he, when Jesus leaves, he leaves the Holy Spirit, all right? The Holy Spirit is to be to my advantage. The Holy Spirit will lead me into all truth. The Holy Spirit will what? Speak, but he won't speak on his own authority, He only speaks what the Father, the Father, oh, the Father is the one in point one that made me. Bingo. So the Father will speak, and the Holy Spirit will interpret the Father to me. So the one who made me will tell the Holy Spirit about me so that me can do that. This is not hard. But why is it hard for people? Because they want the church to do that. The church is awesome. See, see, people pick things to do. Where, I don't know what school to go to. Well, all my friends are going to A&M, so I guess I'll go to A&M because we're like tight. Does, you, does God really want you to follow popularity or follow him? That may not be where you're supposed to be. What if you're supposed to be some other place totally that you've never thought about? The Holy Spirit will guide you in that direction. Listen to me. When people come to you and say, how do I know? How do I know? How do I know? How do I know? You say, what is God saying? When you sit with God and you ask the Holy Spirit to speak, what's the Holy Spirit speaking? Most people today will say, I don't know. I don't know. What I love is that he won't speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And then look what he does. He will tell you things to come. You want to know purpose in your life? You want to know God's will in your life? You may be sitting here today and you're 13, 15, 18, 22, still searching. You want to know God's will? You want to know what's to come? Sit with the one who will tell you what's to come. See, as much as I want to, I cannot tell my children what's to come in their lives but I only encourage them to sit with the one who can tell them. If you sit with the one that can tell them, he says, I promise you, I'm going to speak. That settles that the Holy Spirit speaks. And the Holy Spirit won't speak on his own authority, amen. He only speaks what the Father says. Well, the Holy Spirit speaks about what the Father says, and he will guide you in all truth, and he will show you things to come. If you want to discover purpose, you sit with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will show you his will for your life. Simple as that. So this morning, it's pretty simple. If you want to know God's purpose for your life, you got to start way at the beginning. Don't get way over here. This right here is real sexy, but here's the ABCs right here. Number one is, know God made you. Number two, know God died for you. 
and that he wants a relationship with you. And number three, he sent the Holy Spirit to be your advantage. Ask the people around you if that's been an advantage to them. He says it's an advantage. Today, if you're sitting here and you're saying, Jeff, I'm good with number one, but there's never been a time in my life. You want to know God's will? If you've never been born again, come be born again. You don't have to come to the front of the church to be born again. You can be born again right where you are. You can pray and ask Jesus Christ to save you and to be born again, and he'll save you just like that, okay? If you're still looking for God's will, ask the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you to speak God's will, God's purpose for you, okay? Finding God's purpose is not difficult. What's difficult is listening to what God's saying. God's got a purpose for your life, all right? I'm going to lead you in time of prayer. Everyone bow your head, close your eyes. I'm going to invite the worship team to come back up. If you're on the altar ministry team this morning, I want to invite you to come at this time. This morning, we've looked at three things. And you say, well, they're real basic, preacher. Yes, they're real basic. But I found that the enemy wants to confuse you in the simple things to keep you from the great things. And so this morning, if you're sitting here, You need to come to terms with the fact that you're not an accident and you're not a mess up. You're a purpose. Number two, that Jesus died for you. That he wants a personal relationship with you. And number three, you need to understand that the power of the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And ask the Holy Spirit to speak truth into your life, to show you his will for your life whether it's in a career move, whether it's in a job to take, whether it's in a house to purchase, whether it's in a vehicle to purchase, whether it's in what college to go to, who to date, who to marry, who to break up with. It doesn't matter. There's a litany of things that the Holy Spirit knows about you and for you if you'll tap into it. God's not a God of confusion. He's a God of clarity. Holy Spirit will clarify that. So this morning, if you're looking for a church home, and the Holy Spirit's leading you here, you come this morning as well. Let me pray over us real quick, and then we're gonna stand, and you respond. Father, we love you. We thank you. God, thank you that you created us. Thank you that you died for us, and thank you that you sent the Holy Spirit to live inside of us, and that you speak every, every single minute and second of the day through the Holy Spirit of God. God, as we stand, May you move us in whatever you need to do in our lives so that we might know our purpose and do it for your glory. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram by using the Church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland. 